another episode of the record spinner got a lot of stuff to do guys um, I, I hope that um, wherever you are in this great big world that um, you're you're safe tonight or whenever you're listening to this um, yeah so just a few things to start off the show I just want to kind of let anyone who is a fan or a supporter or a watcher or a listener or whatever just let you guys know that um, I'm, I'm only going to be recording probably once, maybe twice a week. Um, that's first thing. Um, second is uh, I, I'm, I'm going to be talking about all sorts of stuff, not just um, the vinyl, uh, jazz, jazz and vinyl. Uh, although that's, that's kind of what the whole premise of the show is, I do want to make sure that... Um, no, we're talking about current stuff. I don't want to just talk about a whole bunch of um, backward-looking um, ideas and people and sounds. Um, I like contemporary stuff too. So, and this show kind of will will show that as an example, honestly. So, um, got a good one lined up, and let's get in it. Let's get into it. I do want to apologize first and foremost for getting that vinyl of. Uh, record store day um, date wrong anyway <laughs> record store day is on November the 27th and of course I, I mean again I, I, I don't participate I don't typically I don't participate I'm even as a, a relatively new digger or um, collector myself uh, I stay away from the holiday stuff. I'm not a big holiday person in general. So, yeah. Um, so that's why I didn't know it. Okay, so so don't get mad about, oh, like you said, yesterday was record store day, and that was on November 1st. Yeah, that's because I don't know much about it, other than the fact it's, uh, it's heated. Um, but I do want to talk about two things in the news. Uh, vinyl me, please. Um they've kind of made their way to the top of the online of that that weird digital digital record uh store um i guess uh ladder or whatever you want to call it mountain hill um they've made it to the top of that they are essentially like i see all the time on facebook all of these kind of uh, lesser vinyl me please apps and uh, websites and stores um it's too late i mean vinyl's such a niche thing that i mean th- there can only really be room for one maybe two of a vinyl me please uh, if you don't know vinyl me please it's a sub- record subscription uh digital store that um focuses on kind of what I'm going to focus on as far as like in the vinyl community uh, getting people into vinyl music into into uh, physical music and the artwork and stuff like that they do this by uh, once you sign up and pay them some odd I think I paid them like $30 a month or something for like the classics or something um, once you do that uh, they will send you a record every month and in the news um, on her IG, on her Twitter, all over social media, Erica Badu has been really hyping up this anniversary of 
one of her first releases. I don't know if it was her exact first release, but I do know it's up there with it's either one or two or one or two or three, whatever. Uh, Mama's Gun, one of the most impressive full-length LPs of the neo soul genre. Uh, one of my faves, obviously. Um, that's why I'm talking about it. It's uh, it's quite a classic. I, I recall when when I first moved to DC. One of my first records I bought was Mama's Gun. Um, I found it at Psalm, which I don't know if you guys remember that episode where I talked about how great Psalm was in DC. But it's a great record store if you're in the area, check it out. Um, yeah, and and I remember thinking, wow, like I did not. Erica Badu is a weird thing to me because I remember a lot of her music, most of her music, is very nostalgic for me, right? It's very, oh, I remember this because my mom played this a lot. I remember this because my aunties played it a lot. But now, uh, it has its own history with me, I guess, now. And, and most of it is just like that that lonely uh, when I first moved to DC it was due to a breakup with the next girlfriend and I moved into the city and she stayed in Arlington whatever um, but yeah I just remember like the first maybe I played that record maybe maybe six months just that record was on the turntable I don't think I uh, and I just used it to sleep mostly honestly and I, and I hate to say that because that sounds kind of bad but like it's a great ass record but it's just so melodic and so such a, 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 an even keeled record that um, yeah it's good to sleep to. <laughs> it's good to sleep to too um, toward as you get toward the end there, there gets to be a little bit more up tempo upbeat stuff but not so much that can distra- distract you if uh, the first five songs you can get through those and still be awake so yeah um, if you are a fan and you want to or you haven't heard mama's gun classic neo soul album i would encourage you to check it out i would also encourage you if you uh if you want to if you want to put it on a turntable i would encourage you to get the uh this uh vinyl me please edition i don't know if it's like a a year edition or like a 25th anniversary or whatever you know how they do that stuff i don't know if it's one of those if it is one of those i encourage you to get it if it's not i still encourage you to get it because it's it looks like it's going to be like a lot of cool little um why don't we please also does these really cool things where they uh, the liner notes and the, they do these really cool um like just little tidbits little odds and ends stickers and all the little you know cool kid stuff so check them out we're gonna move along you may hear the rec- music in the background and think oh this is a new touch yeah i realize that like just hear me talk for like 20 minutes even though it's 20 minutes but i mean who wants to just hear that so i want to encourage people to stay for the whole 20 and uh maybe you know uh, some czech korea tonight uh may uh, help people stay the the record on the turntable right now is czech korea's inner space inner space is a compilation album from his atlantic catalog check that out it's a very very cheap record actually for a compilation of someone of korea's stature um you can find it all over discogs um and yeah if if you can't find it on discogs you can definitely find it on like amazon but i got this from discogs shout out to salvage salvage records let me see i'm gonna make sure i get their name right 
got their cards in the sleeve. Yeah, Salvage Sound. Shout out to Salvage Sound. Um, really quick shipping time, too. Uh, I ordered this, like, late last week. And it got here today. Um, and, and I was expecting, uh, when I got the notification of a delivery, I was expecting my Doom stuff to be here. But it wasn't Doom stuff. Still waiting on my Doom stuff. Doom do better. But Salvage Sounds. Thank you for the record. I'll be spinning it for quite some time. All right, Ted. Did y'all hear that snap? That was good. Mm, good with that. Anyway, uh, moving right along. Um, recent pickups or recent grabs that I have. Um, obviously, I just mentioned one that we're, we're listening to here. Um, I do want to highlight another one, um, and that is Otis Redding. I bought, of course. I mean, when you get into like Otis and, and Sam Cook area territory, I feel like the only right thing to do is just buy compilations, right? I mean, out of ignorance, I don't even know if like you can you can find like actual LP releases from these artists. All I know is that yes, like they have twenty, maybe thirty a piece. Sam Cooke and Otis Redding. They have the very best or the greatest hits or the greatest greatest hits. And it's really awesome, um, but you know it, it becomes overwhelming because I already have a greatest hits from Otis, but this one seemed different. Even though it's not different, it has the same twenty songs on it, like all of his greatest hits do, and that's fine. Um, but I bought this for nostalgic purposes, I, and I'm gonna have to call this like the nostalgic show, right? Um, and yeah, so I bought this for nostalgic purposes. Uh, Otis is one of those uh, cats that, whenever I put him on the turntable. It really throws me right back to uh, childhood. In childhood, uh, I moved a lot between D.C. and Southwest Virginia. And whenever we did so, uh, my uncle, who's now deceased, uh, would oftentimes drive us either to or from or both um, to uh, to spend the summers with my aunt Gail or whatever. So we'd be back, for, back and forth all the time. Um, and one of the things that I can recollect about this very emotional um, uh, memory is Otis. Otis or Sam Cooke was always in the tape deck. And it, this was a literal tape deck that he had in his car. So so that was cool. But um, it's hearing like cigarettes and coffee or hearing a uh, sad song or try a little tenderness all of this stuff throws me right back to his truck that we used to go up and down the highway on so had to highlight that go get it if you haven't if you never heard of Otis Redding um, shame on you first of all um, but um, but I doubt that that exists unless you live in like I don't know somewhere that's not the United States of America um, yeah so Go check out that Otis Redding Greatest Hits. I think this is, um, yeah, this is the Greatest Hits Otis Redding. It's done by Nature. I don't know why I thought it was done by Nature. Anything. It's not done by Nature. It's done by Rhino. Um, Rhino, Rhino Entertainment Company. Um, and of course, that's a, that's a Warner Music Group, of course, um, subsidiary of Warner Music. And the record is, like I said, like really, um, 
really awesome. It's the best of. I mean, Otis is one of those one of those cats, man. You can never go wrong with picking up an Otis Redding record. Um, these arms are mine. Pain in my heart. Stand by me, Mr. Pitiful. That's it. Uh, trial of tenderness, my girl, respect. These are all songs that like. Yeah, they're all songs that throw me right back into into my uncle's truck, running down the highway. Anyway, uh, of course, for the last five minutes, I want to introduce introduce introduce. I don't know what that is. I'm gonna snap every time I do something weird or whatever. Um, I'm going to introduce a uh, artist that I'm extremely excited for listeners to either um, tell me if they know about or find out about themselves. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, Makami. Makami. Future rap god. I'm calling it. Uh, when I first heard this guy, I thought, like, it's some Doom level shit. Like, I remember thinking that, um, seeing the visual, seeing the video, um, hearing him rap, the way he raps, the, the, the content, um, the flow, the, the symmetry of the, the, the way he connects two points very doomish um you'll go off topic and then come back to that point and you're like hold on like, i don't know you're talking about very doomish um i i want to talk about his his latest release which is mox heart lemonade um it's going it's up now for sale you can stream it on title and title only which is awesome i support black business um however you can also buy it if you want and if you want to buy it it's at the Beautiful cost of drum roll, please. $444. Now, I think Mark is trying to do something with that number. Uh, one, because you know, last year, sometime he released this photo where he was at dinner or brunch or lunch, you know, whatever rich people do. He's at this event with Jay Z. Jay Z, of course, released the the tour or the infamous album 444 which i didn't really like but a lot of people hyped it up so you gotta go with the flow sometimes right like i've never gotten a jay-z craze by the way i've never and i feel bad as a hip-hop fan saying that but like my favorite album from jay-z probably probably would be the black album um of course i think that's like an ultimate classic but like i never really listened to like the blue the blueprints which I guess doesn't make me a real rap fan, so take my rap card, why don't you? Um, anyway, back to Mock. Uh, I think he's probably about to get signed or maybe doing some weird distribution deal. I don't know what, what, nowadays you can't call any of this shit. Like, back in the day, you could be like, oh yeah, like, he's gonna, like, I see that move. Like, that's a move that he's gonna be, like, that could be a move for, like, him to assassinate Jay-Z and then, like, take over the... The record company Rockefeller and like Mary Beyonce, <laughs> no, that's totally just bullshit, right? But like, that's what could happen nowadays. You can't like nothing can surprise you now. Like, and if it does, then you're not thinking ahead. Um, Mike's one of those guys, though. Um, he's gonna be a serious force um, in hip hop, and and I'm here for it. But I do think that the the price. I'm all for the ownership of the art. I think he's one of the the main one of these really um, honest, humble artists that 
that wants people to to recognize his his work but he doesn't that's not what he's striving for he's striving to make art for art's sake and, and i appreciate that um at that price uh the ownership piece is is kind of where i want to talk about just for a little bit here now if you know anything about independent artists like one of the things is if you're independent you can still have a distribution deal essentially and what that means is you'll still have your music distributed through whatever streaming platform, whatever um, major distributor, major record company that distributes on a major scale. Prime example is like a Chance the Rapper. He's an independent artist, but he has that distribution part, right? He has that Apple distribution deal that was so infamous when he first signed it back in... Uh, I think 2015 2016 i can't recall um and, and kudos to him because, because this is where black art needs to move if it is to continue down the road of entrepreneurship i say entrepreneurship because um i'm not a big fan of the the hyper the black hyper capitalist or the black hyper hyper capitalism right rather um uh, i am a little bit more left uh, than, than, than capitalism. So I'll just say that much, right? Um, but I am, again, a proponent of art, artists being able to make money and not be, have to be a starving artist if your art is essentially worth the value you place on it. And if you place the value on your art, who can say no? You know, so who can, who can look at him and say, oh, that's not worth $444. He has a fan base. He has people that support him. He has people that are waiting for projects to release. He is going to have at least 100 to 500 to whatever by that project. And if you're good at math, you know what that means. Like, he's going to make money. He doesn't have to pay anybody back for that because he is essentially responsible for that. So he'll take care of his camp who's doing the groundwork, and that's it. I think it's a, a really dope deal from, from a very... Uh, surface level i guess surface level um uh business mindset right and, and i don't mean that as, as a shot to, to mock at all because again I, I love him i think he's he is my favorite contemporary rapper right now that is without a doubt i mean ka may tie at some points I, I love ka's work uh i love quale chris all these artists who he's worked with by the way in the past the whole camp is really awesome. They have this camp. I like to call it a camp. It's not an official camp. It's like Earl. Quelle, Denmark, VC. Um, who else is in this? Uh, the God Fahim. I can't leave him out. Jeez, I almost left him out. Um, Mock's in it. Uh, they do... Uh, I mean, and, and honestly, like I said, they just do a lot of really dope stuff together. Knowledge as a producer. Um, he's in that camp, I would say, kind of-ish. I don't know if him and Earl fell out. They had an amazing podcast back in the day that I would love to come back, but whatever. Um, that's the last snap. We're done. <laughs> We're done here today. Um, yeah, go check out Mox Heart Lemonade. I think it will be awesome. I can't stop snapping for some odd reason. Um, yeah, so it's been good chatting. Uh, hope you enjoyed the record. That's Inner Space by Czech Korea. A great pianist. So check it out. Check out Otis. Check out Mach. I'm done. Peace.